really got used to this videoing uh, <laughs> stuff. I've made videos and stuff like that, but live videoing has never been my, um, uh, I just don't have the skill as, as others, you know, and, you know. But, um, but I'm going to do my best, and I'll try to look where I'm supposed to. So uh, the sermon title is The Knowledge of Good and Evil, and uh, I just want to make a few points and then uh, and be quick and but efficient. So um, uh, Genesis 2, 15 through 17 says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. Um, So, you know, don't start acting up here. Get back up there. Okay. Um, For me, you know, the sum of Genesis is just so... um, I'm just so, I still have questions. You know, I always think that if, if Adam, for instance, had, had went and asked God more about this tree, that maybe he would have, you know, got a better understanding and not, you know, disobeyed. You, you know, I don't know. But it's just, it's, it's, it's so in this tree, you know, what is this tree and the fruit of it and all of this, you know, it just always makes me... Um, um, you know, uh, concerned. I just wanted to know more. I didn't know that I was going to discover more today and or yesterday and the days before in my study. But um, God is good, and so whatever He's done is right. And we're still um, having um, His decisions and His will revealed to us. This is this is ongoing. And um, so. Um, if experience is the best teacher, then we have to consider the prohibition that God placed on this tree. He actually forbade Adam to eat from it. So um, the title of the tree, the knowledge of good and evil, implies there's a knowledge associated with good and evil. And they warned, they were warned not to eat off the tree, or Adam was. Probably not because by doing so, they would recognize right from wrong. That's a given. Right is to obey God, and wrong is to disobey him. So, you know, where I used to conclude that eating off the tree opened their eyes to right and wrong, I, I can see now that there must be another meaning for good and evil. Or a meaning that I'm just not necessarily um, uh, familiar with. But honestly, um, if my mother tells me or told me the many times that she did not to do something, and then uh, I knew then it would be wrong to do it. And so, um, uh, eating off the tree that they were forbidden to eat off of, obviously um, gave them an experience they would not have had otherwise. So they would become knowledgeable experientially 
in the matter and would therefore inherit the attributes into themselves. Perhaps like sleeping around will make you one with many. Okay, so it's one thing to know I shouldn't sleep around. But if I sleep around, now I've experienced this thing and I'm one with it. And in this regard, um, this tree of good and evil, there's good and evil there. We'll, we'll break that down in a minute. But they became one with the thing they ate, uh, which brings that old saying, we are what we eat. So um, I, I think that is a clue, at least for me, hopefully for you, and hopefully God is... <laughs> uh, hopefully, I'm, 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 I'm going in the right direction. Uh, the Hebrew word yada means uh, knowledge. Uh, when the Bible says Adam knew his wife. That, oh, when, when the Bible says Adam knew his wife, uh, then um, uh, <laughs> I got I to uh, really uh, focus. But when the Bible says that Adam knew his wife, he experienced her and became one with her. Um, that's a different, um, that's a difference, there's a difference there in knowing who she is, you know, or, or, or knowing that you like her, or, you know, knowing that you want to. Um, because uh, yada means knowing in a sense that now you're part of it. You're part of what you've engaged in. You, it's, it's part of you and you're part of it. Um, they became one with the thing God wanted them to remain separate from. So this back to the tree again. Um, they, became, they became one with it. So um, for me, uh, I have a constant bombardment of sinful cravings that, are, that they won't go away. You know, they just they just don't go away. So um, I think uh, it's a big problem. Our sin problem is huge. It's 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 nothing that we can take uh, for granted or um, or consider mediocre. Now we can play it down, and we can act as though um, we got this, and not even act. We can believe we got it. Um, Usually that kind of comes from um, times that we've been uh, able to overcome something in and of ourselves. And um, I think that God is graceful and merciful and that he has allowed us to see and taste what, um, what it would be like to be free from some certain addictions and cravings and, and so on and so forth. Um, but the tree of good and evil has that good component and it has that evil component but both of them both of those components are not the component God wants us to have God wants us to depend on him to overcome the evil not just the good that comes with the evil from this tree but to eat off the right tree which is all good which is the tree of life so um, if that, if, if, if I'm not confusing anyone, I, I just kind of want to make this point that we're prone to, because we've become one with this tree, 
we're prone to believe that we have the answers to our own problems until, typically until the problem has gone so far and has done so much damage that finally we're crying out for a different tree. Um, the point is by default, um, we're gonna be led away by the cravings that we've come to have by eating the fruit off the tree of good and evil. And um, that's by default. It's, 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 I don't care. And then um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll convince ourselves. Even before we convince ourselves, we're convinced. So we need to be, um, have that convincing or become unconvinced because we're convinced that until we know better, that we got this, we can get away with this. This is okay to linger. It's okay for us to have this a thought go on, play it out. You know, it's okay for us to do this because it's not necessarily obvious or it's hidden or discreet. You know, it's, it's kind of like we, we give ourselves these permissions because we think we can manage the sin ourselves. Now, there is good in there. It's good to turn around and run from sin. That's good. Um, what's important, though, is if we're just in and of ourselves able to run from sin, what's going to stop us from running back to it or running to the wrong thing? You know, people today have all kinds of answers. They're um, coming up with all kind of new age guru types of solutions and crazy answers for um, things that ail us and ways to peace and to end poverty and to, you know, and all these kinds of sorts of things. But all of that comes from one tree, a tree <clears throat> with good and evil. Um, that's not the tree that God wants us to be um, dependent on. Um, so um, if, we, if we continue in that vein, continue relying on ourselves, for ourselves, we're coming to an end of ourselves. And, um, and I didn't write that down. That's, that's just what came to me. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Uh, so um, more questions. Um, this sin craving that won't go away um, it's, it's, it's like it's good for us and bad for us and that's the truth it's not good for us to act out on sin you can't define a person by his desire you can't so I might have the desire to and I've had that desire lots of times to just go get my boss and set her hair on fire or something, you know, that this, <laughs> those desires, they're crazy, but um, I've had those desires, but you can't define me because, well, you can, you can say I'm fallen, but you can't say David is a fire starter burning hair, 
you know, uh, the, the people's hair. So because I haven't done it, but what, what you get, so it's not right for me to define myself by my impulses or inclinations. It's not right for you. It's not right for any of us to do that. What's right is that we, um, we realize that we are a product of what, we're, what we've eaten and we're one with it. And the truth of the matter is, is that um, God has stepped in in this way to break that, that tie that we have, okay? Um, because we all have it. None of us are exempt. Um, in our own eyes, many of us always want to, I don't know that we want to, but we don't present our, our baggage when we meet people. You know, what we, what we want to do is present our, our best look. You know, we, we want to look our best and, 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 and that sort of thing, you know. And then as time goes on, stuff is, begins to be uncovered and revealed and disclosed and, you know, and then uh, the person blaming us for not being the person that they thought we were when we first introduced ourselves to them. They're right. We were a wreck. You know, we were covered up. And uh, as the covers start to, um, uh, you know, reveal who we really are, they can identify who we are, broken, fallen people, that, 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 no doubt. Obviously, we can identify them also. So we are broken, fallen people. We will not survive this place depending on ourselves and others because we're all a mess. So what we need is to depend on the Lord who has a plan for broken, fallen people that have decided to bring their brokenness to him. Um, uh, God blesses us continually with good things. So throughout our lives, but we still have so much pain and suffering throughout our lives, God is still always uh, taking care of our needs and seeing about things that even things we're totally unaware of. And so um, we're dying and we're watching others die around us. That's very painful. Things that we're seeing and witnessing and experiencing are putting us to death. It's, it's no doubt about it. It, 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 takes, it takes our life away. There's a life that, um, that is being um, depleted by the sin around us, by the struggles, by the perplexities, the, the, the sicknesses, the diseases, addictions, homelessnesses, pestilences, fires, viruses, and contagions all over the world. We're, we're faced with this, with the, the way this world is as a result of the fall. And um, the end result is that um, death is the result of eating off the tree. So the Lord said that. I mean, he said that the day you do, you will die. Okay? So that death is separation from him for one thing. I'll point that out in a minute, of, of course. But um, in his mercy, he allowed us to die so that we wouldn't suffer the pestilences, the fires, the viruses, the deaths, the homelessnesses, the addictions, all of this stuff. 
eternally. So death from God, the death blow curse, is actually a good thing for us because otherwise this life as we know it would go on forever and ever. And so he's, he's, he's made a way out for us. This is just how good God is while we're trying to look at God in other ways or the way the people of the world try to represent him. Uh, we're wrong to do it because we're going to continue to delve in, to find out about our father, what his real plans are for us, and stick with that plan because he loves us and he knows what's best for us. It's sad because you can look at your kid and you can see their graduation in the future, but then you can look so far and you can see their funeral. And that's just not, there's good and evil there, right? It's just not what we want. It's, it's, so we'd rather die first than to have to go through our own child's funeral. And we really don't want to die. We want to be with our kid and be alive forever and ever. There's just one way to accomplish that, and that's to eat off the right tree. It's not going to come from the tree that has good and evil. It's going to come from the right tree, the tree of life. And we have this opportunity to eat off the right tree. God is good. He's good to us. We, we just don't want to uh, ignore or, or make him the villain that so many people are trying to make him. Uh, we want to defend our father because it just, you know, today in this world where the information is coming from everywhere and it's all distorted and, and, and it's, it's really um, like the enemy, seasoned with a lie, there's some truth. Um, we can't eat that. We need to eat off the tree of life because it's truth. We need the truth to survive here. Um, so, uh, Genesis 3, 22 through 24 says, Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil. Now lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man and at the east of the garden of Eden he placed a cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. So he blocked their access to the tree of life to protect them, to preserve them right. So that they wouldn't live forever suffering. Bless the Lord. One thing to note, and when I was studying this, is that um, I checked out uh, King James. I'm typically using ESV, but I checked out King James, Young's Literal Interpretation, and some others. And all of them have something that ends after the statement and live forever. ESV has a, a dash. Young's literal interpretation, I believe, has, has two, um, two dashes afterward. 
King James has a colon. Um, I was interested in that, why it's like that, because it's, it's like, it, 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 then it goes into 23. Therefore, the Lord sent them out of the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. And it, it, um, what it appears to be is that even while God was speaking, before he finished this statement, they were out. Be- before he finished <laughs> this decree, they were already out. You, you see? So when he started speaking, it is kind of like it happened. Right, and um, and that's a trip. Um, now, there's some questions that come up. Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good from evil. One of us, what, what you know? So, um, have we also the Trinity? Have we also become um, like Adam and Eve? Right. Tied to this tree. You you get it? In other words, if he's become like one of us in knowing good from evil, would that be a good thing? You know, you you would think God knows good from evil, number one. Um, But would God eat off the tree that he forbade Adam to eat off of? You know, that is kind of um, perplexing. And with that word again, I'm, I'm kind of contemplating uh, what's going on here. Um, some scholars believe that God is speaking, you know, in a plural sense to the Trinity. If that's so, then God has, then has God also been under the influence of oneness with evil? Because Adam and Eve were under the influence of evil because they broke God's command. Obviously, God has not been corrupt by sin. So that's going to be hard for me to to digest. But other scholars believe the one in one of us means just that, one of many, referring to one of the angels, and which is making more sense to me. Now, um, I've been an embarrassment in my family. I'm one of the ones that when when we were growing up, they had to explain me all the time at family gatherings and things because there's that oddball black sheep drug addict guy that, you know, just, you know. And so you know when you've been talked about because family members are, they can't hide it. They're hugging you, but they're, you know, they know you've been, you know. So, um... Yeah, I lived through all of that. These people have treated me so unfairly. You know, this family of mine. No, I was really troubled. I was troubled and, and people were coming to my rescue. And, uh, but, um, here's the deal. The angels in heaven, they were God's angels. They belonged in heaven. So now, if one of them is causing a disturbance, an uproar, right, it would make sense that like one of us in knowing good and evil, it would make sense that this one of us is um, the one that God is putting his finger on, okay? Because that same one of us is the one that enticed Adam and Eve, or Eve, and then Adam to eat off this tree. 
It's, it's that one that still tells us today, suggests that we're going to get something independent of the tree we should be eating off of. It's this one that tells us you go out and rally, you tear up the place, you burn it down. Okay? This is the way I roll. Okay? It makes sense because if we're, if we're eating off the tree of good and evil, then we can see the good that comes out of this evil. Okay? We'll finally get our breakthrough and stop the um, uh, racial discriminations and all this kind of sort of stuff, which is important stuff. But we'll do it this way. We'll keep a lie going for our agenda. We'll make sure that this lie permeates the land. You know, yes, there's some truth in it. We all saw, but by the way, God did not or, um, um, uh, order um, this, this guy, uh, George Floyd's murder. So I, I just, I'll just say that. Of, of course, he allowed it to happen. But it's not like God said, I need to use this to get you guys motivated so that you guys can go out and protest and, and get things right. God doesn't roll like that. So this would have been definitely the enemy that wants the whole world to see a man be murdered on TV. This is Satan's doing. Okay? So this is how Satan rolls. Okay, then I can use this to get more rebellion and for people to look for answers from the very tree they're not supposed to be eating off of. And so this goes without saying it makes perfect sense to me that if God is saying, behold, the man has become like one of us, like, like this one, the enemy, okay, <laughs> not like us. You see, we haven't eaten off the tree. The Trinity has not done it. And other creation God has made, they haven't done it. So it, clearly he's pointing out he's become like him. They've become like him. We're still relying on his resource. The forbidden tree today is going to be kind of hard to get in there. But Christians, Christians, if we're Christians... We're going to have to realize there's an orderly way of doing things. It's God's way. And if we die serving God, which is what he created us for, he created them to serve him and worship him. It says it in Genesis. Now, if we're, if we're dying to serve God, then we're on the right track. I, I don't know how to... make this more apparent without seeming to look like I'm not concerned. I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned with George Floyd. I'm very concerned that the enemy is really running the show. I'm very concerned that because I've eaten off that tree of good and evil and I have the knowledge of it that my first inclination is, that's wrong. This guy is killing that guy on TV where kids and family and nations can see it. This guy is doing that. 
and I know it's clearly wrong, but at the same time, I want to kill him. I want, I want to kill him for killing him. Okay? So my answer is coming from the tree that the enemy wants me to continue eating off of. Okay? This, this is, this is kind of hard. And I know it's hard for the young people. That's why I don't come down here because they talk about you. They talk about your hair, the the uh, the trouts and the and the and the and the scots, you know. And then uh, you got these people; they talk about you, and so you know. But you're trying to make sure that they know we're Christians. We we eat truth. We can't afford to settle for seasoned statements. We can't afford to because we want the right thing, but we want it rightly we don't want to just get it any old sloppy way I had this lady come in to do some work in my house and she knows her business and before you knew it she was instead of using um, grout in the, in the tile she was using a black magic marker I'm not lying this is the, she said oh no we'll just use a magic marker we don't have to lay any more grout for a mistake she made so, yeah, I didn't pay her for duct tape solutions. I, I didn't. I paid her for the real deal. What happens if the water hits the magic marker? I, I mean, you know, I don't know. You, you know, but all I know is that God does not want us relying on duct tape solutions and, 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 and foolishness and things that make him and his kingdom look other than what it is. The Lord did not eat off that tree. Okay. This is a trick. We're being tricked. If, if Look, I'm not saying we're being tricked. I'm saying we will be and have been tricked if we don't turn to the right tree. Justice. Yes, we want justice. I, I keep thinking over and over again. I mean, we were made superior to the animals. We're a human race. And the enemy started way long ago with this shading calling us races because of our skin color it's just not we're one race we're human the enemy's been in here for a long time he's had time to pay attention to us and to strategize and um and he's doing a good job he's doing what he does he's the father of lies a murderer from the beginning okay he's always had these attributes according to jesus so we've got to realize that this is not um if by following the media rallying up if if by doing so we're pleasing God and we're serving him then we're doing the right thing now there's going to be people that are going to try to justify no this is pleasing to God this is what he wants no you have good and evil on that tree and it's a tree that we're supposed to stay away from. Um, the internet is good and evil. If you consider the internet, um, it has both good and evil. And we're aware of that. We can use it. I can get on there. I pulled up many um, uh, articles and, and items to support um, this message that the Lord gave me. That's a good thing. On the way, I'm stumbling through thumbnails of indecent stuff, that's a bad thing, okay? 
Now, it's not just, it didn't come knock on my door and come in, you know. I had to go out there and, 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 and get on it. It's the same with the stove. If my mother tells me, hey, don't, don't touch the, the stove, and I go touch it, um, the stove is good for cooking. I love the food she makes on it, but at the same time, it burned my hand off. Okay, you know, so look, it's not the tree, it's the disobedience. And if we continue to lie to ourselves that we're going to get something good and godly out of being disobedient, we're not headed in the right direction. What would happen? Um, even for believers, I can't tell you there's so many various variations of who's saved and who's not and all of this stuff, but I would, I would just about say that if you're not following, <laughs> if you're not on your way following the truth, if nothing else, he can't use you here. You're working against his kingdom. Your life may end, this life, this physical life may end sooner than, than, um, than, than it would have because you're in the way. Right. So, you know, look, you might be a martyr for the cause, but we want to be martyrs for Christ. And that's kind of hard to accept because you're going to get a lot of backlash, a, a lot of it. And people are going to say, oh, you're just an Uncle Tom. You don't care about George Floyd. They've been doing this. You haven't and you have not experienced the experience. You know, you're disconnected from our roots. You know, look, we've come a long way to get to where we're at today. Right. So. And the truth is, we have, and we have a long way to go. But I think we thank God by stripping and pimping and making music that supports it. This is how we thank the Lord for bondage, freedom from bondage. Okay? We, look, we just turn back to the tree and finish eating. It's, it's, <laughs> we might cry out to the right tree, but once free, we turn right back again. Why do people go into bondage? The Bible says clearly because they turn from me. It's the, that's why. You, you go into bondage from anything because you turn from God. So ours was not the only bondage. Our fair-skinned brothers and sisters have been in bondage. <laughs> Some have been in bondage by us. No one wants to reflect back to the darker shaded family members of ours that um, Napoleon blew the noses off of their statues. Obviously, we have been in charge of something in our time. Who are we? I mean, it's not like we haven't been on top. Maybe the records have been burned or, you know, or discarded, like, you know, and, and the stuff they do with slaves. Not just darker shaded slaves, but lighter shaded slaves. They'll throw your records out so that you don't know where you come from and where you're going. This isn't an isolated thing. So did I bring this message up just to point to um, um, the George Floyd saga? I'm going to be honest with you, no. It just came up. It, ju it just came up as a key. As a, as a, as a, as a key. Um, we're, 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 look, we're bent. When, when I say bent, that means um, by default we're going to do the wrong thing until we turn it over, even if it's just thinking. We're going to do the wrong thing until we turn it over to God so that he can correct us 
and that we do the right thing. And the wrong thing is going gonna, is gonna to seem right because the tree of life has good and evil. That good on the tree of life is just not good enough to get us into the kingdom. It's not. That's not good enough. Um, we have to eat off the tree of life. Um, Jesus is the tree of life. So his way is how we maneuver through this place. We'll be, we'll be pulled and lured to join the rally, join the fight, join the, the rebellion, join the whatever it is, and it's the right thing to do. You got to do it. You can do it with lighter shaded people, but just do it. Get in here and don't you see what um, we got going on? A coalition. We're getting things together. We're actually going to do a whole reset of the whole world and globalize things and come together and have the peace we've always wanted. This is what we're looking for. Migrate. Bring everybody everywhere and let them all come in and everybody be together under one government. That's not God. Not his government. But this government that comes from the good on the tree with good and evil. Um, so join up. You know, come in and, and be a part. That's much easier. It's much easier because it's the, the consensus, the popular vote. This is where everybody's going. It's easy to join that. That's the broad way. It's, it's the broad way, you know, rather than to join um, the, the narrow way. Because the narrow way is going to give us the way. How do we manage this? Do we manage it at all? Should I be involved in that at all? I can't go out and stop every fight that's going on in the street. But I can ask God, should I go involve myself in that? If I get an unction, I'll go over there with tracks. That was an uh, accident the other day. I, I had my tracks in the car. And... It was a crazy accident because the guy hit another guy in Pinole, and then he um, drove all the way from Pinole down here to San Pablo Dam Road, made a right turn, running from the guy he hit. I didn't know that. Um, then he caused another accident with three more cars here on San Pablo Dam. So when I pulled over, I asked the Lord, should, should I go over there and give tracks? I'm known to give tracks to the police and to everybody that's out there. I don't care. And I felt like, yeah. And I went straight over to the guy that looked like the victim <laughs> until the guy, another guy comes swinging around the corner in his Mercedes and runs over there and says, he's a hit and run. He hit me and he ran. The guy that called him out didn't even realize he had caused this accident, uh, further accidents. So the truth of the matter is, um, I don't know. What I do know is that if the Lord is leading me, if he's the way, then I'm supposed to get out and do it his way. Give these tracks. You know, don't go over there. Um, people are going to say, well, are you hearing voices? No, I get unctions. You know, it's a fear that comes in me when I ask that, you know, no, that's, that's prohibited. And then there's a freedom that I get inside that, no, you can go there. You know what I mean? Go serve me. Go serve me. I created you to serve me. You know, go serve me. This isn't always. I'm not trying to make myself a model. By no means. 
by no means. But when I'm, when I'm serving God, I'm eating off the right tree. I'm actually following the way. And then I'm not quick. Now, this is one thing about me, and discernment is going to come from this. Is, is I'm not quick to believe everything I hear on TV. There's critical listening that is, is um, needed, evidently needed. But it's more than just critical listening. You have to have listened to the word of God in your life to know a lie. So it's not a one-time thing because lies continue to redevelop and they're, they're coming up with new packaging and they've got bows and, 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 and you know, they come in gold now. And, you know, so these lies are continual. So you have to stay. We have to stay in our word, okay, so that we'll know the truth, okay? And so, um, and we just don't eat anything. So the, the way is Jesus, the truth is Jesus, and he's the life. We eat off that tree. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to God except through him. Bless the Lord. Um, bless the Lord. So I'll, I'll um, cut this short. People walking around looking like you better cut it short. Significant people. You, you know. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just playing. But, uh, I'm, but I am coming to a close. Uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, I'm getting older. I don't like how I look on TV. I don't like it. You know, it's like, when, but when we do Bible study, pastor hosted the Bible study uh, last, last week. And um, I like that because for some reason, I think the lighting makes me look younger, 40, 50 years younger. You know, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm clowning. But, um, but I don't. But I'll, I'll tell you, um, as you get older... You got a ways. You guys got a way. But uh, as you get older, you're going to start appreciating people paying attention to you because it's less common now. Much less. So I was in the coffee house. I used to always go to this coffee house. And, and one young lady just went all out her way for me. And then even when I was leaving out the door, she staged it so she could run out the door and be in her, her car you know, doing things. So obviously she had seen my car before. I was going there every day, right? And, um, and that was flattering. I was so flattered. I, I mean, you know, I'm telling the truth. And, you know, and then all I could think of is, uh, you know, all the different ways, uh, you know, I could um, help her. She, um, you, know, and, you know, I don't know. But see, you start thinking good things, but you're denying the fact that there's some evil things in those thoughts, because I want to help people doesn't mean that I don't want to help them because they're voluptuous or, or, or very beautiful or whatever. You know, it doesn't mean that. It, it, it means that I'm not going to pay attention to that because now all of a sudden I'm a humanitarian and charitable and a philanthropist and I'm caring and, you know, I'm concerned about her future. You know, I want, <laughs> I want her. <laughs> I want her to get, get all out of life what you can get. You know, I want to help her. And um, without, without coming to terms with that, because I haven't analyzed my desire to now be on time at the coffee house and why I'm shaving extra, you know. I haven't paid attention that I, want, I put just for men in the night before and all this. These things I have not come to, to my attention. All this, and I mean, the whole, look, 
by the time I reflect back on what I've been thinking about, I spent two hours getting ready to go do something that's been a 15 minute, right? And because I'm bewitched. This woman, she was kind to me. She, she paid attention to me. She, this and that. Now, this, well, that's ordinary, David. You would think that's ordinary. You, you know, that this kind of stuff that, that happens, we're designed that way. You're not married and this and that. What about the married guy? This happens to him. It's true. It's, it's true. It happens to her. It happens to the married woman. It happens to us. It's, it's not like we went and did it, but if we don't grab it, it's taking our minds and hearts on a, look, on a rendezvous that we honestly think we can manage. We can manage this. Then if we come to terms with it and we decide, no, I'm going too far, that's bad. I'm not going to go to the coffee house. That's good, but it comes from that good tree because we need to take that to the Lord. Bless the Lord, bless God. This, this, okay, we can get a whole lot off that tree that's going to help us in situations, but we need to eat off the right tree. So um, until I started eating off the right tree, then I realized by default, I can get caught up in my mind and thinking and hopeless romanticism continually, right? It's just wake up and, and just, oh, I got to go. I'm not even thinking. I, I want to wear such and such and such and such. Why? I've got her on my mind and I don't even realize it, right? I'm just off and running. Okay, so um, this is true. Okay, this is a true story. And I'm not, um, I'm, I'm telling it honestly. I like the attention. Am I really going down there thinking, oh, um, you know, I, I can get in, this can go further than a friendship or something like that? I think, honestly, I just can't believe she paid that kind of attention to me, right? It's just kind of weird. It's, it's just weird. When I was a kid, yeah, pay attention to me. I got my hair all blow-dried like Prince. And, and everything, and I got on my prince clothes and, and stuff, and <laughs> of course, <laughs> it makes perfect sense then, but, but not now. I got a walker, you know, I'm just trying to make it, and she paid attention to me. And it has to be, I must look like I got money or something, I don't know, but whatever it is, this thing can get in and linger like a number of things. Wherever our deficits are, wherever we're longing for something, and we're trying to get it through illegitimate means, through the world, through that tree of good and evil, this is, uh, um, it, it's kind of hard to confess this, but this needs to be confessed, that um, this is how I've been kind of leaning right now. And so in me throwing it out there, if we, if, we don't get, um, if we don't get taken away from here or we don't leave here anytime soon, you guys will go through it. You know, you'll, you'll go through it. Aging is coming. You, you, it's coming. All right. I can't wait for it to come for the Scots and the Trouts. You know, I can't because they, they really, they talked about my Afro. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no, no more joking aside. Uh, 
Maybe no more. But um, so I'm going to try to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up because I think I made the point. Um, Galatians 5, 19 through 21 says, now the works of the flesh are evident. There's sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those, do, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Um, so, you know, that stuff... That stuff came off the tree of good and evil, okay? The knowledge of good and evil made Adam one with that thing. They, they were experientially yada. They knew it was, it was a oneness, just like I said earlier. And you sleep around and they say, oh, no, you, you're sleeping with many it's true because you can't go around consummating a consummation sexually is is is, is very um, it's so much bigger than what we think. All we know is from unless we dig, all we really know is that it's been perverted and we can't see any further than the perversion. I personally, um, if you're in a marriage, you're experiencing properly what you never did before ever if you did it outside of a marriage it was a perversion it was perverted it was it was wrong it was intended uh, the enemy was intending to uh, corrupt that area so that it would not be it would never be uh, satisfying the way God intended it to be um and he succeeded in a lot of ways. So by the time I grew up, I, I mean, the, the first thing I saw about it was porn. It, I'm old, 60, so about maybe, I'm 62 in a month. But in, um, in uh, what, 1970 or so, little pictures that were caricatures, just stupid looking things, but they were porn nonetheless. That, okay, then you hear that it's wrong, and then the schools want to teach sex education, and than other people, or that that's wrong, but they're doing wrong, and all of this kind of sort of stuff. Yeah, so it kind of shapes your thinking on the matter. And once you do it wrong, you're now one with it, and that's really um, it's really sad uh, because we don't know the intense effect of what that culmination really really means. Um, God didn't just put it there so you could feel good. It wasn't just for that. It's a joining. And so we're going around joining ourselves to a prostitute. And that, when I say that, I mean, there's a spirit that's keeping this thing going and Rejoining and rejoining you till finally you're really null to any spiritual experience. You're numb to it. It's, it's void. It's, it's, you can go do whatever on TV whenever or whatever, right? So um, 
So it's a very powerful thing that in, in, in our case here, we can't just turn to the tree of, of good and evil because there's going to be some good answers there, but we need the right tree because there's going to be some breakthroughs. Bondage breaking um, will be delivered and set free from things that are only temporal on this tree that we've been known to eat off of. So why am I saying that? I'm saying that Galatians 5, 19 through 21 explains all that we get from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, while Galatians 5, 22, 23 talks about the, the fruit from the tree of life. Okay. And that is the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. If I think I can manage my self-control and I've been successful at it, the first thing I decided was not to go back to the coffee house because I'm married. Okay, I'm managing my self-control. Again, that's not enough because the fruit of the spirit it's not just some spirit floating around or a spirit that's in me. It's his spirit. If I want that fruit, I need to go to him. I need him to govern and give me the self-control that I need to retreat and withdraw from that taste that I got off that tree of knowledge, of the knowledge of good and evil. We really need to step it up uh, Stay in line with the spirit and in order to defeat our bent default cravings. We can do this. We, can we do it? We can do it. Bless the Lord. Bless God. So um, I think I said enough. Um, I have. Um, I'll be mad because I'll go home and say, oh, you didn't say this or that. But um, this is our last Sunday here. So it's a privilege that I get to close it out. See, they get old people and set them up. <laughs> you close out because if you pass out or something, that'll look good too. <laughs> close out. Listen, write what I told you. Uh, write the word in your heart. Store it in your heart. Because there's no better place for it. We're entering a time where darkness is coming and we won't be able to work. We're going to need to rely on what we've placed here. And the Holy Spirit is going to be good to bring to our remembrance. He's going to reveal to us um, everything we've studied. He brings it forward so that we'll have answers for people. And perhaps a day that we won't be able to carry uh, apps and Bibles and, and, and that sort of thing. So uh, with that, with that, I'll say um, thanks for listening and let's pray.